Thank you for joining the Talk Wellness podcast filled with conversations that fuel your well-being. Namaste Wellness Tribe. My name is Anjan. I'm a practical yogi, a meditation guide and a relaxation coach. I use ancient concepts from tantra and yoga to help people find deep meaning in their lives by exploring different aspects of well-being. My invitation to you is for you to enjoy the uncommon opinions, the truth bombs and the perspectives that are going to surface through this show and talk about these opinions with your friends, with your family, with your circles. And that's why we chose the simple name Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one, to move beyond stigma and indoctrination and to help the world find peace from deep within. You are as much of a contributor as any of the guests, so please do share this episode with all your circles. On that note, let's head to our first episode. It's episode number 1 with Amy J Fox, who's going to tell us all about HIIT or high intensity interval training. Um, so it's getting it's basically um, 
doing an amount of work of or exercise and then taking a little rest and then doing a different exercise or even repeating the same exercise and then taking a rest so what what the goal is is to get your heart rate up and down um, throughout the workout so that you're burning loads of calories um, you're really going for it on the time that you are actually working and then when you recover you need to just get your heart rate down as much as you can so yeah now there are many detractors for this form of workout who say that it's not really good to get your heart rate up in short bursts mm. and I'm sure you've heard other fitness modalities talk about uh, how HIIT might not be the best thing what are your thoughts on that? Um do you know what? As as long as you have a balance, so I I would definitely not recommend doing hit. You to know, everybody. if you're pregnant mm. or um, have a cardiac issue, exactly. Um, even certain injuries. Uh, although you can also be doing a mi- milder version, maybe exactly like uh, strength training, but in a hit form. If you know what I mean, there are there are loads of different ways that you can do hit training. Um, it doesn't always have to be burpees and jumping around and you know doing jump squats. Um, there's a whole different way you can do it. I'm, I'm sad you mentioned the B word. That's my least favorite exercise, the burpee. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like from your YouTube videos and from your Instagram, that's your favorite exercise. I love burpees. <laughs> it's actually quite embarrassing to. Say because I think I'm like one in a million people that actually one. really enjoy burpees. Uh, now, your partner is also a fitness trainer. Yes, that's and right. And he doesn't like burpees, right? Um, no, he doesn't. See, I, you're the only one who likes burpees. I, I don't know. know anybody else. Let's ask around the room. Burpees, burpees? No, everybody's shaking their head. Everybody's now. shaking their head. So, um, I actually did a burpee challenge. I did a thousand burpees and wow. I timed myself. This was maybe three years ago. And it was so interesting to see the outcome and how you kind of you actually by the end of it you're actually like wow like if i can do a thousand burpees i can do 10 in a workout you know it's it's like it's it's uh it's ticking that box extra extra um and then just realizing actually my body is capable of so much more than i than i thought it would be well uh we're gonna find out why everybody should do burpees talk wellness with Anjan on Talk 100.3. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode one. With me is a prolific fitness specialist. She's been in the fitness industry for so long. And she's also a HIIT specialist, a health and fitness influencer, and a YouTuber. She's also a health and skincare specialist. And she's revealed to us on the show that she loves burpees. So tell us, why should everybody do burpees? Oh, do you know what? Burpees is such a full body movement. It targets chest, it targets arms. You're working legs, you're working your heart, you're getting your heart rate up. Um, I mean, you don't have to do burpees if you absolutely <laughs> do not like them. I do not like them. Um, <laughs> there are lots of other things that you could be doing other than burpees to get your heart rate up. But I feel like it's just such a beautiful exercise just mm. to target full body. Leave us a comment, please, and tell us, do you like burpees or not? Uh, oh, we, I don't want to hear this. Whether you're watching this or tuned in, uh, we, we'd love a comment from you. Make sure you leave your name along with that. That'll really help us. And share this with a friend who you think uh, likes burpees or doesn't like burpees because we're talking about high-intensity interval training. Now, this form of training, though it's existed for a long time, Mm -hmm. it's only come to the forefront of the last uh, two decades. Yes. Uh, Why is that? How how has the world changed to accommodate this type of training? Wow, that is a tough question. I'm not actually sure. I actually only really got into HIT about two years ago. Mm. Um, And it really just helped me shape my body. It, It even... 
it, it can also be, I mean, it's body weight training. Most of it that, that I do, um, I do in, in, incorporate some small weights, um, but it's also helps with strength training. Um, as I said earlier, it doesn't have to be all burpees and squat yeah, jumps yeah. And, and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not too sure why it's no, only really come up. You, you were also a professional fitness model before and you yes. did many championships and you're also the winner of the I- WBFF. WBFF. Yes. That's the World Bodybuilding Federation. Yes, something like that. Something I like actually that. can't remember. It's so long ago. And you a f- few years in line, if I'm not wrong, right? So I won that in London um, only once. Okay. And then I stepped off stage and I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this industry. So if you knew HIIT before you won that, would you have used that as a modality for your... Absolutely. Mm. Um, I think think strength training was a big part of kind of getting my body ready and prepped. Um, And I think, I still think strength training should be in everyone's uh, fitness regime. Uh, But if you can add in a HIIT session once or twice a week, it'll just up your game and it'll just kind of um, tone your body, um, keep you healthier, keep you fitter. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. It's so nice to see that you've you've, um, done an all round in the fitness world, right? So tell us about the other modalities that now, perhaps you train lesser than HIIT, but also that you're involved with. I absolutely have always loved running. That is like my headspace. I like to go clear my mind when I run. Um, I, I, I run probably once or twice a week mm. uh, and I just absolutely love it. I've also done CrossFit. I used to do a lot of CrossFit. Uh, this is back in my very, very competitive days and I don't actually really like but, that but version CrossFit of myself. CrossFit is also based on HIIT. Some of it, yes. Mm. yes. Um, there, there is a large component of strength in CrossFit as well. Um, I just fa- found myself being way too competitive competitive mm. and I didn't like that about myself and I was um, it was to the point where I was almost getting injuries That's right. and so I just took a step back and I said balance is key you need to step back Amy and just take a moment <laughs> amazing Amy's today going to give us tips and advice on how you can get fitter using HIIT and other modalities uh, we also want to talk about your nutrition background and uh, how you solved your own IBS problem mm, right? interesting yeah all Let's that and much more in. coming up on Talk Wellness with me Anjan our special guest Amy don't go anywhere find out how to have a healthy balanced life have a healthy body through exercise nutrition and engage the world through learning problem solving and creativity talk wellness with anjan this is episode one of talk wellness uh, the conversations that fuel your well-being happens every single day and our special guest today is amy once again thanks so much for joining us amy it's been a pleasure so far now we wanted to talk about ibs and you you're somebody who had this syndrome irritable bowel syndrome how many years did you actually suffer with it so I was diagnosed with a um, disease called ulcerative colitis. It's okay. very, very similar to IBS. Um, it's an autoimmune disease. And I think this was four years ago. Mm. Um, the first two years, I just basically, oh, it was absolutely terrible. It was like my whole world shattering around me. I didn't really know how to train. I was pushing myself really hard, um, not taking enough recovery when I needed it. And um, yeah, I've learned a hell of a lot in these last four years. It's been it's 
it's been it's been really really interesting so share some of those learnings with us so i started um realizing that it actually was coming from my gut mm. and a lot of these issues that we have um like ibs or any autoimmune disease they start in the gut absolutely so um in fact today science says all your diseases invariably start from the gut and exactly. they're calling it the second mind. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um so I've I I've been doing a lot of research. Um I spoke to my one friend who's also in the fitness industry. She is a gut expert and mm. her name's uh Sandra Sharp. She's absolutely amazing. Shout out for Sandra. Um, yeah, she knows <laughs> she knows so much just about gut health. Um and yeah, so I started very very slowly. Um just basically taking down my workouts uh stepping back from fitness uh, for a little bit i started doing more meditation mm. more yoga um and how and did you change your diet because that that's a key thing wow, for the gut that oh that that was a month and i i did i actually did this recently 6 months ago i went i went on a gut healing uh journey with my with my food and um it was it was the toughest thing i've ever done in my whole life i did a bone broth fast for 5 days straight um i would not recommend this to anyone please go see a doctor before you, you do anything like that but you had to do that like extreme this. kind of diet because you your situation had uh, worsened exactly so i was getting a lot of flare ups i was feeling very very uncomfortable and um hendrik just said to me like Hendrik's a partner in case you just yes, didn't know yes my fiance okay <laughs> and um he just said to me look like if you we both just discussed it and i was like if if i don't change something mm. nothing's going to change True. i'm just going to i'm just going to keep going through these these horrible episodes of my stomach being super bloated uh cramps and uh fatigue and all the rest of the symptoms and um i started with my 5 days of bone broth um i got a full plan i told my doctor i was doing it he approved it and um yeah for the next 30 days i was uh mainly having soups mm. i started incorporating um a small amount of meat and fish and really cooked vegetables stuff that would just be very easy for my stomach to digest and then after that month which was super difficult i um then started incorporating normal foods so you re- do you recommend all of this to people who are having similar issues because this is a blueprint that you've created now and it works and maybe in the future when you also become a certified nutritionist you'll you'll use this as you know i don't know Amy's blueprint. Absolutely. Um I think it definitely definitely works, but one thing that I would say and I was getting hundreds of messages on my IG like please send me the program and I I just wasn't comfortable in doing it. That's right. Because um, it was customized for your needs. Exactly. So, you know, if if you are struggling with an autoimmune disease or you're having uh stomach problems, the best thing to do is go to a doctor, go That's to right. a certified dietitian, or which I'm not. Or a holistic exactly. nutritionist. Exactly. Mm. Um another thing that I was doing which was oh absolutely amazing and it's changed my life was I was going to a hypnotherapist. Okay. And um yeah, just working through childhood um traumas and trauma, abuse. Trauma exactly, which is also a massive massive thing in just heal in just the whole healing experience in general. Um that was amazing for me. I was also going to a um a healing therapist, a energy healing therapist. I'm actually booked in to see him tomorrow, which is great. And um yeah, just these little things, uh tuning in with my mind, tuning in with my body, saying, "Hey, if i feel like not training today and i know it's going to be good for me 
let me take a step back. Fantastic. Yeah. As an energy healer and a meditation guide, I'm so glad you're spending this time in self-care yes. and spending time in actually going within and in self-inquiry because this is key for all of humanity and this is one of the main messages we want to give through the show Talk Wellness that if you're not taking care of yourself, you don't have the mind body energy spirit to take care of anybody else absolutely and when i was going through all my ups and downs with this disease i was irritable all the mm. time i was frustrated and was that affecting business absolutely yeah i wasn't feeling like myself and i wasn't feeling like and you the couldn't give then 100% to your clients exactly um so it was a massive thing for me to just go inward say hey this is what you need to do. And I'm still doing all of these things. It's not like it was a month and That's then right. over. You know, it's, you a, it's a constant. It. Yeah, it's a constant thing that you need to do. You've tuned into the episode one of Talk Wellness. No, about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Okay, now these are some questions that I ask all my guests or I intend to ask all my guests because this is episode one, okay? Uh, let's talk about your biggest failure because we are always talking about successes. But I feel we can all learn a lot from people's failure stories and how you've had the resilience to move past that. So what has been your biggest failure, Amy? I would say my biggest failure has definitely been... Uh, it's hard to actually put into words. Um, it's definitely been not realizing that childhood trauma was such a significant or has played such a significant role in my life mm. and it was it was basically just denying that fact mm. for a number of years um i think that is my definitely my biggest failure and with resilience you've got it over that exactly and what exactly. are the best resources that helped you along the way now these could be books could be podcasts could be movies could be videos could be people um, I would say people just in general um, in the fitness industry. I have met some beautiful people um, over the years and just talking to them, um, going for coffee with them, sitting down with them and just having a catch up. Getting fresh perspectives. Exactly. And you just learn so much over a cup of coffee. So true, I would say true. just communicating okay, with let's, people. Let's name three most influential people in your life. Three people who have been the most influential to you. Wow. So um, when I first arrived in Dubai, Nadine, um, I don't know if you know Nadine, she's now moved to the States. Uh, Glory Girl Fit, I think she used to be on Nadine, Instagram. Nadine, yeah, of course I know yes. Nadine. <laughs> uh, she was the sweetest human being to me when I first Shout arrived. Shout out to Nadine and Ricardo. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, she was just absolutely amazing. I learned so much from her. So that's definitely one. Um I know, I threw you on a spot now. I you know. know Just three people, three most influential. Um, Hendrik, my fiancé, absolutely has to be one of them. Um, he is the most positive person I've, I've, I've met in my whole life. And he just, yeah, he's like, you know, he's, he's you just, he, yeah, you can do this. Whatever <laughs> you set your mind to, you got this. Nice. Um, another person I would have to say... I think probably Sandra, I really look up to her. She is so knowledgeable. Um, the gut health specialist I was talking about We're earlier. We're going to tag everybody on the links yeah. below so you can follow them on Instagram. And let's talk about myths now. What's the one common myth in your profession that uh, you want to debunk? Oh, okay. There is one that comes to mind. So people tend to think if they do sit-ups, they're going to lose ab fat. Mm. Or if they do bicep curls, they're going to lose the fat around their arms. Mm. Or, or gain muscles in the arms. Yeah. 
I mean, only only muscles in the arms. Exactly. So, um, that is completely wrong. Mm. Exactly. Um, if you if you wanna if you wanna target on fat loss, you need to be training full body. Um, you can't be only training my one muscle group. It's about and the thing is, you might lose fat around your stomach easier than I will, or mm. vice versa. Um, our bodies are very complex machines, right? And it's very very difficult to be like, okay, I want I want thinner legs. I'm gonna do a million squats. Mm. No, that's not the way it works. Um, you need to be in a, a calorie deficit first of all. Um, please don't starve yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But you do need to be at a little bit of a calorie deficit. And you you need to be training what you enjoy training, right? You need to find a discipline that you love so you stick to it for an extended period of time. Hmm. So the biggest myth you've heard is people saying that I'm going to do crunches and uh, I will get six-pack abs. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's a fantastic myth. I got a question for you. Uh, What is it that you wish you had known 10 years ago? Communication is key. Hmm. I really feel like and I'm not just talking, I mean, I've kind of gone out of fitness industry now, actually, by saying that. Well, no, not no, really. communication with your body also is communication. Absolutely. So communication is key. I just think how we talk to ourselves is so important. How we talk to other people. Um, kindness. Oh, my word. Kindness is such a massive thing. And um, just learning that you can just help someone by saying something nice to them or even just telling them the truth. And... Um, yeah, I think communication is one of the, the biggest things as human beings that we should focus on. I think you've set a precedent on episode one. And every single episode, I'm confident, is going to have the guests talking about the importance of kindness. Because Absolutely. that is what Talk Wellness is all about. Yeah. It's about these underlying habits and behavior patterns that will really change your body, mind, spirit, energy, and your relationships, and your finance mm. from a deep, intrinsic level. And I think kindness is is the, is on top right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can never be too kind, right? And you never know what somebody else is going through. Now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Thanks so much for tuning in to Talk Wellness on Talk 100.3. If you just tuned in, our special guest today, Amy, is a fitness specialist and HIIT trainer and a fitness influencer. And uh, she's also now on a journey uh, to help you get six-pack abs, right? Do you know what? I've been doing this for now five days. It's my abs shred challenge on YouTube. And it's my abs. Or I, my, my abs never get sore, but they are very sore right now. Check out Amy's Instagram <laughs> to see what she means. Uh, you want to share your Instagram? Yeah, Amy Jean Fox. A-M-Y-J-E-A-N-F-O-X. Now, because this episode is dedicated to talking about HIIT, which is High Intensity Interval Training, uh, Amy, share some truth bombs with us about HIIT. Stuff that you feel people should really understand more about this way of training. Um, I would have to say, wow, this is a crazy question because I think there's been so much negativity around HIIT training. Mm. Um, I think the biggest thing is that you don't need to be super, super fit Mm. to do HIIT. So you can start at a very basic beginner level. Somebody who's never worked out can start with HIIT. 100%. And they make it look like on on YouTube and on Instagram Instagram and social media. Profiles like yours. Profiles like (laughs) mine, actually. And everyone's like, oh, you know, I'll do Amy's program when I'm fit. And Mm. I'm like, no, that's not the point of it. Exactly. You can start. And I'm such a lover of beginners. 
who 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 start their fitness journey. I have such a love for beginner um, that you know that I've just going to be getting started and I've worked with so many ladies so many men that have kind of come in and been like you know what this is my time mm. I want to shine show me what to do nice. and they don't even sometimes know that they're doing hit training mm. but we are doing hit training in our sessions Very true. so you do not have to be super super fit to start hit training okay that's the first truth bomb and I like what you said about beginners because I say this to all my students all the time I say mm. I'm a beginner too I just began before you exactly exactly so I love that I we're, love we're all that. constantly learning and growing yeah. uh, what's the other thing that keeps people away from HIIT and how how can you break that uh, myth? Uh, injuries. I think people assume if they've got injuries, they can't do it. Mm. Um, there are many different ways to focus or uh, focus on different areas, right? Or or give kind us some of, examples. So let's say someone has a yeah. Okay, let's say wrist injury, right? Um, I won't get them punching with dumbbells that's right you or, drop or, or push-ups maybe. or push-ups exactly or we get a stabilizer for that wrist slowly work and strengthen that wrist up until they can do the movement so it's all about progress mm. and, and therefore uh, do you recommend people going to group classes where they might be asked to do a handstand w- with the wrist injury and unless they're self-aware which many people are not in general uh, do you re- then recommend to gen- find somebody they can do one-on-one training with yeah, so I absolutely love group exercise. Um, so I will never knock it. Don't get me wrong. Like I absolutely love it. It's there's so much energy. You get a vibe. Um, I think that there's huge amounts of motivation in group exercise. And um, if you are going to a group exercise class and they're not asking about injuries, mm. you need to reconsider where you are going, mm. or you need to be the one that goes up to the trainer and just warns them. Hey, listen, I've hurt my back or my knee or my arm or whatever. Uh, body part you you have an injury on and um, they should be able to kind of um, guide you with guide easier you. exactly exactly throughout the entire workout and if they're not doing that there's something wrong um, but also one-on-one training is so so special and this is why I'm so I don't do group exercise anymore I only do personal training mm. um, and I film for an app um, but yeah, that's why I love one-on-one training is because I can really, really see how my clients are doing Amazing. and help them adjust. Amazing. Talk wellness with Anjan. So this is something I ask all my guests. Or I intend to ask all my guests. It's called daily routines. So name something you do every day without fail, every single day. I have bone broth. That's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Pursuit of relaxation is what I call this. So what are your thoughts on what um, happiness is? Wow, this is an interesting question. I was actually thinking the other day um, what success is Mm. in my terms. Um, I'm wanting to do an Instagram post about it. And um, this is actually success is being happy within yourself Mm. right and again bringing up the kindness and feeling like you have something to give because you're being kind to yourself as well as others that's right um ask the question again i got sidetracked (laughs) (laughs) what are your thoughts on what happiness is wow well you answered it actually you said success is happiness yeah um yeah it's a very complicated question i think it's um I think it's being comfortable in yourself. Mm. So relaxation is the answer, is what you're saying. Maybe. Because this is what yoga says. Is if you're relaxed, you have clarity. And yes. with clarity, you get abundance. With abundance, you get happiness. 
Exactly, you nailed it. So relaxation is key. I like that. That's why it's called pursuit of relaxation. Now, five ways or tips that you have and that you can suggest to get rid of stress. Meditation, for one. And I I know a lot of people, when they hear meditation, they are just like, I don't want to sit down and It's the same thing with uh, HIIT, right? People think they're unfit and therefore they can't do HIIT. It's the same thing. When you're not relaxed, that's when you should do your meditation. Exactly, exactly. And... I mean, there are so many apps nowadays to help people Absolutely. do meditation. Right? And, and also important to remember that relaxation is what happens before meditation. Mm. Relaxation is not a result of meditation. Mm. So only if you're relaxed can you reach the meditative state. Yes, exactly. Okay, so one is meditation. Um, I would say going to the beach for me. Okay, going uh, to the beach, go spend time in nature. Exactly, nature, 100%. Um, stress busting, five ways to bust stress. Training. Training. Of course. Um, don't go throw yourself into a workout if you're angry. That's not what I'm saying. But um, it is a great way to to kind of just release happy right. hormones. Endorphins. Right, endorphins. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Uh, another, talk to people. I talk. think that's super, super important. Communication and just telling people how you feel. Mm. Um, where I used to actually hold back and I'm in a bad mood. I don't want to talk to anyone, but actually talking is, is really helpful. Okay, and five. Wow, um, there's a fifth one. I don't know. Uh, reading. Reading's amazing. Like I've just, I've recently just got into my reading again and I feel like it just calms me. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic tips there. Okay, this one's called shipwreck. If you had to be shipwrecked on an island oh, wow. and all your human needs, like food and water, shelter, everything is taken care of, name two items that you would take with you and why. Oh, I would probably take a picture of my family with me Mm. just to feel kind of grounded, connected. Um, And I would take maybe a lighter. I think that's it. (laughs) Some food. (laughs) To to, to cook some food. Exactly. Okay. Uh, What... It's fun to talk about successes, right? But uh, you said you learned from your biggest failure. What is the one advice you want to give to people so that they don't make the same mistakes you made? Go see a therapist. I know this is such a big statement, um, but I feel like therapy is so underrated, whether it be a hypnotherapist, a just an, a normal uh, therapist that you can go see, um, even an energy he- healer, someone like you. Uh, I think it's I think it's it's so important to first of all realize, great, I have an issue, and we all have issues, right? You need to just accept them. Um, stay out of denial. Stay out of the denial phase, exactly. I say, and, I say, um, I say stop cruising in that river in Egypt. Yes. Denial. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it, yeah. Talk Wellness with Anjan. Now let's get back to workouts. Okay, so if you had to program a workout for an imaginary person who is watching or tuned in today, what would what would a workout look like for them? Uh, depending on how long they've been training, I would... I Let's would, make up a scenario. Say they've been training for two years. Okay, great. So they've got some experience. I would do an hour program. Okay. Um, definitely. See, this depends on goals. Um, uh, what could some possible goals be? So either they want to lose weight. They want to get their get their body Endurance stronger. Up. Exactly. Um, they want to build muscle. There's a whole there's a whole load of different scenarios. Um, but generally, so strength training is great for most people, right? It helps with bone density. Um, it gets your heart rate up more than you think. Uh, it burns loads loads of calories. Even and I don't think many people knows this. 
doing strength training actually burns calories for more than 24 hours after you have done the strength session. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Um, so I would program a probably a strength session uh, with some cardio and hits and would involved. You, would you do like high repetitions with uh, low weight or high weight, low repetitions? Depending if they're wanting to build muscle Let's or build not. build up the scenario. They want to build muscle. They want okay. to build muscle. Low reps, heavy weights. Low reps, heavy weights. Yes. And that would be a workout like five days a week or seven days a week? or I would say five, four to five days a week is perfect. And do you recommend them doing this at the same time or different times? Or one day in the morning, one day in the evening? What, what would your recommendation be? Um, you know be? what? Whenever they, whenever they have time, I don't really believe that you need to have a specific time to work out. If it helps them structure, if it helps with their structure, then absolutely, because they find themselves in a routine every day, then I would recommend, okay, cool, 6 a.m., done, five days a week, boom. Um, but if they don't have, if they only have a certain time in the day to train, like don't be afraid to just hit the gym for 30 minutes, mm. you know? Um, it doesn't have to be an hour session. Amazing. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. On episode one, Amy's just told me she wants to blow up the phrase and break the, you know, the myth that uh, when people say no pain, no gain. Let's talk about that. I absolutely hate that phrase. I hate think is a strong word, huh? I really dislike it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there has been over the last few years, I think this this massive thing about if you are training um you have and if you're on a kind of wellness routine you have to be a hundred percent all in all the time otherwise mm. you're not going to see results and at the end of the day you are absolutely shattered you are exhausted you can't keep up this routine and um yeah i just think it's absolute rubbish to be honest now, now at the point when people are actually getting injuries that's when this no pain no gain kind of um ideology sinks in their head were you also like this at one point of time absolutely and I, w I believed it. Uh, you were called Amy the Machine, if I remember, <laughs> right? <laughs> I absolutely believed it, that I had to be in the gym for an hour and a half a day every single day. If I took a day off, I would feel bad. Mm. Um, that's not me anymore. Um, so what, what is the new Amy? The new Amy is taking a rest when I feel like my body needs it. Mm. It is not... Uh, in the gym every day if I don't feel like it. I don't have to train all the time to get results. So let's blow the let's blow that away. Okay, let, cool. Let everyone forget about the no pain, no gain because that is inaccurate. In Tantra, we say all pleasure, all gain. I love that. Which is when you're working out, if you find pleasure in the fact that whatever workout you're doing is helping you improve your body, of course, there might be a bit of physical pain because those muscles probably never worked out before yes uh, but it doesn't tire you so much that you're so dead and burnt out absolutely I 100% agree with that I just think there are so many people and social media does this to us right mm -hmm. where they they look at fitness influencers and they're like I want to be like that I need to follow exactly what she's doing but maybe it's not what you enjoy or what you need or what you need exactly so my favorite thing to do is experiment with training styles and see if you like them or not does it make your heart happy are you excited to go into that class or go see your personal trainer um what are they doing do you like it if you don't like it you need to tell them i actually really really 
don't like doing burpees, mm. you know? Um, and she'll find or he will find another way of, of getting to, to where you want to be, but in a way that you enjoy it. That's right. Amazing. Now, this has been incredible advice. Let's have some more from Amy or for everybody tuned in or watching. And uh, tell us, how can people actually get fitter? By doing what they love. By getting outdoors into nature. No, let, let's, um, take it, let's take it a step behind. Right? People want to okay. get fit, but because they've not experimented with multiple things mm-hmm. of doing what they love, they don't know. So they just love food. Okay. And then they don't get fit. Okay. <laughs> I would I would definitely stay, say, sorry, uh, just start by grabbing a friend because you okay, know let's take a step behind so grabbing okay. a friend also requires motivation yes it does so so w- w- where can people find that motivation to actually go of course from fitness influencers and youtube videos and mm. instagram videos and shows like us talk wellness where we're encouraging you to go out and move a bit but w- where can that motivation really come from is it is it a desire that has to come from deep within or can there be some external factors that motivate you to help you make that decision okay i'm going to go grab a friend and i'm going to start something I feel like I feel like music is a big motivator. Mm. Um, if if I'm if I'm not feeling ready for my for my workout, I always play music that I love. It gets me in the mood. It 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 kind of heightens my energy. Um, and even while I'm driving to gym, I make sure that my favorite playlist is playing. You know, just to motivate me. Um, so motivational music. Yes, motivational music is a big a, a big thing. Okay. I think. Okay, and then grab a friend. And then grab a friend, exactly. And maybe have a chat with a friend and say, listen, uh, I really want to start working out. Are you in or are you out? And so find like an accountability partner. Exactly. Who can say, wake up. And that could be your fitness trainer also, right? Yes, absolutely. Do you send messages to your client saying, wake up or you haven't come today and I'm angry with you? Yeah, yeah. I always send them a message at least the day before saying, confirming our session. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 or I'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. or whenever the session is, uh, just so they like, okay, I'm ready. Mm. They need to get their mind there. You know, it makes it a little bit easier when you have a friend or a personal trainer uh, that you know is your accountability friend. Absolutely. That's right. right. Okay, so uh, going beyond physical fitness, because this has been your core area of expertise, but now you're slowly branching out into uh, mindfulness and mental fitness and uh, emotional fitness through meditation and therapy. Uh, let's also talk about uh, your body because you've also now started playing with skincare and uh, other health modalities. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so actually, uh, health and skincare, I studied in 2011. I think you mentioned it earlier. It was my very first thing I did after school. Um, I actually, well, I went to London for a year did some more pairing, came back, studied health and skincare. I always knew that somehow I would be in the health industry because that was my passion. Um, and while I studied health and skincare, yeah, there, there's so much to learn. And as you can see, our skincare regime obviously is working. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I, I, I take good care of my skin. So let's give quick tips to everybody watching and listening. Um, skincare tips. Uh, find a routine. So you need to be washing your face twice a day uh and I, now washing your hands also exactly at least 10 times a day <laughs> exactly um get a moisturizer that works for you uh just it and it and it's so therapeutic right mm. that 
getting up in the morning, washing your face, taking care of yourself before you go to bed, the same thing in the shower, not in the shower, wherever it is, just getting that skincare routine in. Um, I feel like it's so it's so grounding and it makes you ready for the day or ready to go to, go to sleep. Um, I have got Hendrik into this, by the H- way. Hendrik's a partner, in case you're just listening now. Yes, uh, my fiance, he, he now has all his products and he loves it <laughs> he's he a feels metrosexual great for man. it yeah, yeah we, we feature him in the next few weeks amazing yeah no he loves it so that's definitely one just getting skincare products that that you know work and if you have no idea what works go for a facial yes oh my word I would recommend a fa- if you've never been to a facial please go for me you will absolutely love it and they can then recommend what your what your skin needs right because we all need different stuff very true. So before we end this show, I want to find out from you if you had one motivational statement. Maybe you already do and you've written it down in your mirror or somewhere on your phone or in your car, in your house. And that's something you feel that others also can use in their life. What is that one sentence? Oh, she has written it on her phone. <laughs> so I actually read this this morning. No jokes. There is no greater gift you can give or receive than to honor your calling. Mm. That's deep. Let's, right? let's say it again. There is no greater gift you can give or receive than to honor your calling. I feel like that is so important. Beautiful. And on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I'm completely honoring my calling, 1 being I'm nowhere near it. Where are you now? Right now, I feel like I'm at an absolute 10 and I've never felt like this before. So what's the next for Amy? What's happening next? Wow, that is a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm actually busy filming and I've just started filming for an app called Lean with Lily, uh, with Lily Sabres. She is absolutely phenomenal. Shout and, out to Lily. And when I do film for her, and it's really the only time in my career that I felt this, I'm really like, wow, mm. this is what I'm meant to be doing. And it's because I have followed my my dreams. I followed my my calling that's right? right your passion my passion exactly and um, yeah I would definitely say that is the one thing if you're going to do something in your life you have to be happy while you're doing it very right? true very true few are lucky are the few who do what they like the rest have to like what they do yes yes before I let you go I'm going to ask you if you could uh, step into my footwear or the lack of it because I'm <laughs> bare feet what would you have asked yourself that I didn't hmm what do you eat in a day what do you Maybe. eat? Okay, let's do it. What do you eat in a day? Actually, this is very important. I actually wanted to to touch on this. I'm not a nutritionist, but over the years, I have wow, I've I've learned a lot. Um, I eat chocolate every day. <laughs> Nobody okay. would ever guess this, right? I eat a piece of dark chocolate every single but day. But just one piece, not like an entire bar. No, exactly, mm. just one piece of dark chocolate because it makes me happy. And the old Amy never would have done this. Mm-hmm. And I have never been so confident to myself just because I'm learning new things about myself and I'm accepting myself as I am. And keeping with the same theme of being kinder to yourself also. Exactly. So to answer your question or my question rather, a lot of veggies, um, salads, uh, healthy meals. I love my fish. Uh, and just, yeah, not being too strict on yourself. Be you kind don't to yourself. Be kind. Exactly. If you want that little piece of dark chocolate every day, do it. Amazing. Thank you so much for being with us today, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And a special, special thank you for being our guest on episode number one of Talk Wellness. How special is this? Oh, yeah. my word. I feel I feel honored, honestly. Thank you so much for having me. We will listen back to this after 100 episodes and have a good laugh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. 
I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. And I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only. And you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode will be out soon. It's episode two and will feature Yasmin Rashti, a licensed NLP trainer, a theta healer and a coach. And we'll be talking about the topic of the decade, how to get rid of stress, anxiety and panic attacks. Thank you once again for listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan.